You guys, Hempication, welcome back. Um, I kind of wanted to talk about CBD, sleep, dreams, vivid dreams. Um, uh, so yesterday, well, I haven't posted uh, what I recorded yesterday yet. There's about to be a a new episode as well as a video coming out um i'm actually going to post that one today when i'm done recording this so this current recording is going to come out tomorrow um so hopefully you will have seen the video and heard the other episode uh before you hear this one because it's kind of like it's not really like a like a sequence but a little bit a little bit because i talked before about how i um was switching switching back over to like cbd products um i kind of want to see what helps my mind to feel sharper i mean the, the things i've got going on it, it's not really completely related to like cannabis um it's more the sleep insomnia issues. I don't, I don't know if I'd want to call it sleep deprivation. That sounds a little extreme. Um, but I just don't always sleep well. I wouldn't say that I always don't sleep well. It's not like it, like it's every day, but it's enough days that I think it definitely impacts a, a couple days out of my week. Um but i do have a pretty solid at least knowledge of you know uh, an adequate self-care routine i just don't always practice it so that's on me um but it's kind of hard to do you know it gets hard to do it's hard to exercise when you're like exhausted already you know it's hard to be like oh i want to take some c4 and get you know my energy pumped up for a workout when it's like on the other hand I know this is going to impact me sleeping later, even if it's, you know, um, even if it's not like too late in the day. Um, I, I do notice that even if I take C4 in the daytime, it, it does kind of still impact me at night. Um, like I am still a little bit more energetic than I need to be. And then um yeah i still have that i still have that crash that i experience in the middle of the day that's unpleasant and the drowsiness um well i, I don't know i call it more irritability it's not really drowsiness it's the opposite of that <laughs> it's like you know the irritability or like just with the crash and then yeah it's just not it's not like a perfect solution, you know? Um, and then also like combining a whole bunch of different stuff. I mean, I don't know how well that works. Like having something, some stuff for the mornings and some stuff for the night. It's kind of like, it's kind of too much, you know? Um, sometimes I feel like it is, it is good to kind of take a step back and like 
just go by our own nature of whatever our minds and bodies are kind of naturally trying to do but you know when you're busy and when you've got a lot on your plate that's when it becomes a little bit hard so you know i've had a pretty i wouldn't call it a relaxed year but i've had a very flexible year uh to be able to be like okay if i really want to just take today completely free and tomorrow completely free like the only difference is you know just like everybody else you know i've got to make money but that part of my life is pretty flexible um because if i absolutely have to make money i can always go do deliveries and that isn't like the most guaranteed way to know how much money you're making but you know if it's like at least during like brunch lunch you know during like daylight hours or even like night but i don't really do driving at night because it's really hard to see the addresses sometimes um like if people don't keep their lights on and sometimes it's just hard to see like which house is which like the the app kind of tells you on the map like if you're at the house but sometimes if it's like an apartment or something it's a little tricky um you don't want to be leaving stuff at the wrong door um the wrong address and stuff like they do rate you and my rating so far luckily knock wood um it's it's perfect my rating so far is like perfect and so i don't want it to get messed up because i hear if you do get some kind of like complaints you know they can kind of stop your account and so that wouldn't be good because that's kind of the easiest way i make money is just by doing deliveries because it's something i can just be like all right jump in the car go do it you know it's not it doesn't take like that much effort it takes it takes like concentration and like a little bit of focus but it's not like some jobs where you're like oh i gotta wait till monday then wait for my payday like i guess with uber eats you do have to wait like tomorrow is gonna be a payout like every second monday is a payout so i do kind of treat it like that that every second monday is going to be a payout um so today i am going to try to log a lot more hours because it's sunday today and i'm going to try to log a lot more time because uh, i can start earlier today and then tomorrow i'm not going to be able to start till after 12. uh i'm not going to start early early today but maybe a little bit before 11. that'll give me time to kind of eat breakfast i got some coffee right now all i did was put butter in it i don't put sugar or anything uh i made some oats that i'm gonna eat when i actually feel like eating um i kind of wrapped the bowl in some foil to keep it as warm as i can because who eats cold oats i don't know i don't know i mean i've eaten overnight oats and not heated them up but sometimes they're not that good um all I put in my oats is cinnamon and butter. Not a lot of butter. Um, oh, and I put almond milk, the vanilla flavor. So that's all that's really in there. I don't really add sugar and stuff. I feel like that's plenty. Um, the the almond milk has plenty in it. Um, yesterday, I kept quite a bit of CBD in my system. I'm recording later than usual. It's like 8.30 a.m. right now. 
but I figure, you know, it's Sunday. Like, I got to start giving myself a little bit of weekend relaxation, especially if I'm going to be out driving around making cash. You know, it's not really a full day off for me. But yesterday, I feel like I had enough time off. Like, I, you know, I lounged literally all day. Like, I could have gone to the gym, but I was like, nah, let me just stay in. You know, I had some of the CBD edibles and I was just chilling uh just binge watching some nonsense shows I think mostly I was watching the world's strictest parents um and I mean I've seen a lot of them before but there was something about the ones with the African families and Indian families um I kind of liked just the cultural aspect of seeing kind of how they tackled things um there's just there's kind of this uh I'm still kind of a little bit conflicted about you know people I mean people call it caning caning spanking that kind of thing um I don't know if I'm really I mean I I I don't know part of me gets it because I was raised like that, a lot of people were, but I I don't think it makes sense for every child, you know, like, when I think about it, I'm like, not every kid is going to take too well to that, like, I know some people that were, you know, hit as kids as punishment, and I don't know if they turned out okay, like, you know, I've got some friends that, you know, they've definitely got anger issues, uh you know you see them with their relationships they they can't really hold friendships um not i'm not saying this is like common for like everyone but i'm just talking about these specific people like i feel like some families don't notice when they're taking it too far like i still specifically remember once uh when i was I think we were in oh we went to one of my friend's houses uh for thanksgiving this is like a family friend and it was like my family my parents their family you know with all their siblings and their parents uh and we went to their house for thanksgiving and they had a nice spread thanksgiving dinner and i was opening something it was like a bottle of let's call it juice or soda or something like that and one of the younger brothers, he was like, hey, you know, you want me to help you with that or something? And I was like, or you want me to pour that or something? Like, he was being nice. He wasn't, there was nothing bad, you know. Uh, and, you know, he started pouring my drink and accidentally, like, it spilled, you know. Because you know how some people, when they pour the drink, they don't hold the cup? And so he wasn't holding the cup. And I guess it was soda or juice or something that hit like the back of the cup and it knocked the cup over and it, it didn't I don't even think it got on the carpet it wasn't that much liquid it just was a spill innocent you know could have easily been cleaned up spilled a little bit and um you know got a little bit on the table it was like on the coffee table we weren't even like at the main table with the spread of food like there were like drinks on like the coffee table in front of the couch and so he poured it for me it kind of spilled and we're like okay you know like i was young and he was way younger he was probably like not even 10 years old 
and you know i i was just like gonna look for something to clean it up and his dad sees it and he gets pissed off and he's just like he tells the kid you know put your hands on the table kind of thing and you remember i don't know if you guys remember back in like the 90s where people used to have these like uh little plastic they're like hollow plastic like probably 99 cent store style like baseball bats that would usually come with these hollow plastic balls that looked like they were for like a dog or something like it, it was like toys it was like a toy um that his dad decided that he gave him like maybe four or five swats on his on his butt and you know sent him to his room and you could tell you know it, it, like the kid wasn't in like pain necessarily it was more like humiliation like how do you do that to your kid in front of a bunch of people you know send him to his room he was the kid was furious he was he was furious he was angry like i could tell that he wasn't that was not proper punishment in my opinion it was like if they would have known what was going on he was being a polite host trying to help me pour a drink and he gets in trouble for spilling it accidentally it's like stuff like that you know and just like the reaction of the kid like i've i've known this guy i still know this guy he always would react like that like whenever someone would tell him something he would just go from like 0 to 100 he would be fuming and like you know even if he wasn't like verbally saying anything he wasn't the kind of person that would like go off and curse people out but he would just like get into this rage you know and I was just like whenever something would go wrong like if somebody would like usually I saw it in sports because that's mostly how I hung out with him was in sports but um I don't know it kind of you know stuff like that was kind of on my mind watching those uh episodes but I mean they weren't showing them like hitting the kids or anything but um they kind of talked about you know that that's kind of how they punished people in um in their culture and their families and um i've definitely seen plenty of examples and experienced definitely definitely plenty of examples of that where it's like the parent is definitely in the wrong you know just because somebody does something that's not perfect like it it can depend on the context like i would understand like if on that thanksgiving day the kid was like playing with the baseball bat it wasn't a it wasn't like a solid wooden baseball bat or like an aluminum one it wasn't like that it was it was like you could have bent the thing easily in the middle like it was one of those that like it was hollow it was basically like a hollow piece of like thin plastic it, like you know um so that's why I'm like I'm pretty sure when his dad swatted him with it it wasn't like that much pain because I've played sports with this kid and he was a rough kid and like you know like he was kind of like a little shorter than me at this time but like he was you know like all my guy friends were like my size and you know we would play like tackle football and like slide tackle each other in soccer and stuff like we were like you know sporty people so it's like I know that you know that wasn't something that would probably like injure him or like hurt him but it's just like the the damage it does on another end it's not so much that it's physical pain and then there is the physical side too but um i don't know there's things like that where i'm like i don't really think it's right it's not always right like i know parents sometimes want to be like oh yeah i was in the right or they want to like show off and they're like i spanked my kids you know and like 
it's just so like egotistical and like i don't know it kind of sickens me sometimes like i I find it to be kind of gross and disgusting and abusive but i mean i come from a culture where that's kind of normal and so i'm the one that's kind of like the odd one out if i bring it up then people are like you know that this is the right way and i'm like no i don't think it is i don't think it always is i don't think just because something is wrong goes wrong that a kid deserves like physical punishment for that uh and there are definitely people i know who agree who who disagree you know um and you know like i I don't know like i it's just kind of a weird thing because it's like sometimes i feel like the parents don't get the context like if that if that example if the kid was to have like taken the bat and like hit one of his brothers or sisters with it or taking the bat and like hit the ball across the room in the living room and being like playing sports in the living room during dinner and it landed on the table or something you know that's something that I would be like okay like you're maybe a little not in control or you're kind of doing something impulsive and weird but not so much like you're um doing something that's like inherently wrong or evil or immoral you know you're just maybe you're playing around too much but in this scenario like literally all he was doing was trying to help like he wasn't trying to be like bad he wasn't his parents never were like don't touch any of the drinks or whatever I mean unless they told him before and he just was doing it on his own like and you know he was actually being helpful and polite and nice and then you know and to do that in front of like a whole bunch of people, they were probably, let me see, they have the siblings, they have, he has three siblings, two parents, I have two siblings, two parents, um, and myself. So there were like at least 10, 10 people that that happened in front of, you know, it's like, and he wasn't, I don't know, in my opinion, he wasn't doing anything wrong, but I don't know, uh, just because it spilled you know, and it, I don't know, the spill was not that big of a deal, but it's like, I don't know, sometimes I feel like people have to show off in front of their guests and stuff, I feel like the dad was just, like, showing off his, like, power or whatever, like, look, I discipline my kids, you know, um, and I don't know, whatever, um, but yeah, shows like that are interesting, um, the show that I was watching was interesting. It's kind of, you know, when you watch something too many times, like when you watch, um, when you binge watch something for too long, you start to see like, there's a whole like structured pattern to everything. So it's like all the kids eventually like, you know, they start out bad and there's always, I think almost all of them smoked cigarettes. Most of them drank um most of them weren't going to school or flunked out and weren't working um almost all of them had that same scenario and then they were just rude and bad to their parents some of them were physical with their parents some of them were just like you know yelling and screaming and just like rude towards them and stuff and then you know they would go and a lot of times when they went to these other countries you know, they would lie in the beginning saying that they don't have cigarettes and then they'd like sneak out and start smoking all of a sudden. Um, and then they'd go and, you know, 
go to school and maybe try to smoke at the school and maybe drink at the school and they'd be like sometimes they got kicked out of the school or skipped classes and got kicked out or got in some kind of detention or something or would talk back to the teachers and stuff and tried to like make a scene and then you know eventually you know they would kind of you know bend towards doing the right thing within a couple days like they were all there for maybe seven to ten days like and within like half the time you know they would get a letter from their parents and then the parents would you know they you know they would read the letter and then they would start crying and then but usually that was about the time where they were already starting to change and then they would like you know by the end like the last couple days or so they'd be more pleasant to be around more interested in the culture maybe embrace it a little bit um by the time they went home you'd see them kind of like you know more you know nice to their parents hugging them saying they love them miss them um and sometimes they would apologize and say that they were in the wrong and apologize for all of the past not all the past but just like i'm gonna try to do better kind of thing um that wasn't a hundred percent of them but I mean, by the time they got home, they did seem like they were doing better and noticed that how they were acting was like impacting their family negatively and were kind of wanting to change that. And some of them were interested more in like their career path or like school. Um, but it was kind of all of them. And it was kind of like, I wouldn't say it was scripted, but it was kind of like that was pretty much the pattern for every single episode. It was more so like the storylines and the back the backstory that like the psychological part that interested me um but yeah i just had my cbd and was just watching that most of yesterday uh i didn't feel tired though i didn't feel like drowsy like i was watching it and i actually didn't feel like oh like i want to fall asleep like i was just watching it and just like you know it was not too much thinking uh it was like a little bit of thinking but it wasn't like too much thinking um but by evening i was kind of like eh, okay i'm kind of like over this um because i've been watching it literally all day from probably like 11 o'clock or so to like i don't know what time five I don't know what time it was. It was it was like about dark. So I'd say about five. Um, so that's kind of what I watched yesterday. And Saturdays, I tend to really do nothing. Like, I was texting people more than I normally would have yesterday. But I was like, it's a holiday weekend. Um, yeah, I don't usually text people um, that much on Saturdays anymore. Like, I try to kind of just stay offline. Um, so yeah, I was kind of, uh, you know, just kind of, you know, 
Um, just trying to like give myself a break, you know. I felt like I had a break. Like I can tell when I when I've had a break when I'm like, okay, I'm bored of like having a break, you know. I was like, I kind of want to get into something. But the thing was, I didn't know if uh, if I was gonna have that uh, that hangout with my friend um, who was in town in LA. Um, I mean, it's really, people don't notice when they come to LA to visit, they're like, they want to hang out, but they're like, it's really kind of, LA's a beast, like, people don't realize it, you know, um, I had some friends come, like, last, uh, was it last summer? I think it was last June, because it was, like, we were going to hang out on Juneteenth, and it would have been the second Juneteenth festival, like I wanted to go to the Juneteenth festival around like 1 p.m. and we were going to meet up in Hollywood around like 10 a.m. which was ideal because I was like 10 10 30 you know there's not going to be like really any traffic probably no paid parking probably parking if it's not paid you know and then we probably won't wait too long um and so, you know, I was going to meet some friends last summer and we met, we met, well, we didn't meet because, you know, they went to some, like, there was like an LGBT prom event in Hollywood and I didn't want to go because I'm not really into formal stuff, but they did invite me kind of last minute when they were already there. They're like, Hey, you want to come join? And I'm like, uh, like this it just sounds like too much to deal with really uh it's not really my my style and so I skipped but they were up in Hollywood hanging out for the weekend um and I thought I was gonna see them you know the next day and you know they weren't able to wake up they told me before though I told I always tell people like let me know by a certain time because it takes me like an hour to get out there a lot of times and so I'm like at least let me know like an hour hour and a half before so that I don't like start getting ready and driving halfway there like and then you can't even meet you know like so at least so far I haven't had anybody like have me drive all the way out there um but yeah I mean I'm in LA still but it's like it takes that long for me to drive to that part of LA um from my part of LA so yeah I was like I, I was like, well, I wanted to go, they, they wanted to meet, but they're like, we're still going to sleep in, so let's meet around the afternoon, and they didn't give me a time in the afternoon, afternoon is what, like, you could be, like, any time from after 12 to, what, like, 3 p.m. or something, I'm like, I'm not going to wait, you know, what am I going to do, and I still have to drive all the way over there, like, I don't know when they're going to actually wake up, and I was like, I got other stuff to do, like, if they would have given me, like, a time, like, let's meet at 1, let's meet at 2, let's meet at 3, like, whatever, I could have done that, but it's like, if you're not going to tell me when we're going to meet, then I'm not going to say yes, you know, because um, I don't want to be waiting all day and then just be like, somebody be like, oh, we're here now, you know, and it's like, okay, it'll take me like an hour and 15 minutes to like get there, you know, so like people just don't get it, like, I don't know, I have friends from San Diego that just don't get it, I'm like, it's not like San Diego when you can just like, get somewhere in like 15 minutes you know it's not like that like you have to like actually prepare to like drive across town in traffic and then look for parking and pay the freaking parking and like this isn't san diego like it's not you can't just like 
on a whim just be like hey who's available want to hang out it's like well if you got to wait for people to get ready and shower or get back home and get dressed or whatever if they're at the gym you know you got to wait at least 30 minutes for them to like get home get ready get dressed and then almost an hour for them to drive out and then if they have to find parking it's going to take 10 15 minutes to find parking and walk over find each other like it takes a long time it's not like san diego where it's like i've got like a free 90 minutes is anybody available let's meet for coffee or something and you can meet like right away like it's not like that um but no that's not really gonna happen um but i um yeah like i thought i was gonna meet with a friend yesterday and we had a whole plan to meet in Venice because that would have been the halfway point between where I was staying and where they were staying and they finally re- they realized after a certain point they were like it's going to be too much because we're driving from San Diego up to like this cricket Woodley I think it was like Woodley Cricket I think it was like up in Woodley Cricket Complex or something I think it's in Van Nuys or something like that and then they're like you know I'd have to drive back down you know south to venice and then drive back north you know and be there by 3 p.m and i'm like yeah it's not gonna work (laughs) you know it's not gonna work we'd have like an hour to hang out if you want to meet at like one we can hang out till like two and then you're gonna have to leave so you know um so i was kind of like that's not really gonna work you know if that's really what you want to do that's not really gonna work um so you know we were like well let's meet sunday but that was depending on when their uh their uh their person's team uh, if their team was going to win on saturday then they would have still been here today on sunday and they didn't win and so they left saturday night and so the backup plan was to meet today because uh, some people were going to take off early at the 11 o'clock checkout and so my friend was going to get dropped in my area and then we were going to hang out till probably three when the matches ended on Sunday and then they were going to get picked up and taken the rest of the way back to San Diego uh, by some other friends and I was just like yeah guys like I don't think people realize how big LA is like it's freaking huge and add traffic to the mix it's like if you've got to drive like 15 20 miles that's going to take you an hour you know it could take 30 minutes it's like usually like a 30 minute drive if there's like zero traffic but if there's traffic it's like an hour and so you know if i need to get somewhere and it's 15 miles away it's going to take me like an hour to get there so and who knows like depending on the time of day it might be that hour where the traffic increases longer where it's like now it's taking longer as i'm driving it's like the time is like adding more time and if there's construction or like a lakers game or any kind of like sports or concerts which is all the time you know it's going to add to the issues because everybody's getting on or off the freeways 
you know, it's just a disaster. It's a complete disaster, but, you know, like I, and that's the unfortunate part, you know, a lot of my LA friends, you know, they, like, they tend to want me to kind of like travel to come see them. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think people realize how much I'm like driving all over the place all the time. And like, you know, and going down to San Diego just to do stuff is like all that adds up. It's a lot of money. And like, I, I think people don't realize how much it is until they try to do it themselves. And then they're like, this is really inconvenient. I don't like it. It's like, yeah, that's why I don't make the effort anymore to go try to drive out and see like everybody I'd like to see. Um, because it's just me driving all over the place. It's like, if you want to see me, come see me. I'm over here, you know? But I'm not I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not driving out to see everybody inconveniencing myself. Like it costs a fortune, you know? Gas out here is not cheap. It's gone down like a few cents, but it's not cheap. Um on average it's a little over five dollars unless you're at like an Arco. You can maybe get it for like four forty five if you're lucky like around that's probably about the lowest I've seen it is like four forty five when you pay with cash like four fifty five with card and then usually it's like four sixty something if it's like an arco elsewhere it's usually gonna be like four sixty four eighty and then like chevron's mobiles are like five twenty five sixty and I've seen six dollar gas like a lot of it there's some places a lot of places right off the freeways in certain areas where gas is like over six dollars um i've seen it recently like within the last week or two and most of the gas is like five something but there are places that are that are over six dollars so like i drive around enough to see what the gas is like and it's not cheap um but yeah i i didn't really get up to much because I kind of figured, you know, we weren't doing anything Saturday. So I was like, well, I'm not going to, like, try to get my energy up so I can, like, socialize. I'm just going to stay in, which is what I did. And then got a little studying done last night. Got to get some studying done today, too. And work on some projects today. Maybe talk to one of my friends, catch up. But uh, otherwise... I'm just going to be making some cash. Not a very interesting day. Um, uh, I'm not going to have like a lot of EBD in my system till maybe later on. But I did sleep good. Slept really, really pretty good. Um, I had... So I'd had like half of one of those gummies so it would have been 10 milligrams of cbd and half of a milligram of thc i had that earlier in the day i don't know what time maybe around 11 a.m i really don't know what time it was and then i had another gummy like like another the other half of that gummy at like maybe 8 p.m or so and then i had my usual um, like I was getting some anxiety around 8.45 p.m. I don't know why. Um, and then around 9.30, I think I was just tired on it. Well, tired or 
maybe just like at the same time a little understimulated because I hadn't really done much all Saturday for the most part. And then um, I had some like half of a melatonin gummy. So it was like two and a half milligrams of melatonin around 930. And I don't know what time I knocked out, but it was pretty early. Um, I'm pretty sure I was fast asleep before 1030 p.m. Um, I'm pretty sure of it. I don't know what time I slept, but it was it was early. Um, then I woke up a couple times once I woke up because it was too hot because I had the heater set at like 70. So I turned down the heater to like 66 or something like that uh, and then needed the bathroom. And then, yeah. I was having pretty vivid dreams, like, uh, even this morning when I woke up at, like, 4 or something, like, I was kind of in and out of sleep from, like, 4 or 5 until maybe, like, 7.45, and when I don't have, you know, CBD in my system, that's one thing that I notice is that once I'm up in the morning, I can't just fall back to sleep at all, hardly ever, but yeah, I was able to kind of get back to sleep a little bit. And, um, you know, um, it was, um, yeah, I was dreaming. I don't really know how to describe all the dreams, but I had quite a few dreams. And it's kind of weird with CBD. Sometimes when I go back to sleep, like I get back into one of the dreams that I left off. Like I was having this dream about like AAA or something, like the car um, the car service, um, and I don't know if I was with my brother or some other guy, or my brother and some other guy, and we were in a line, uh, it kind of had, like, a Christmassy feel, because it was, like, night, but it wasn't late, and it was dark, and we were going into this place that, like, had this complicated system, where it's like you had to grab the paperwork um, and you couldn't really fill it out, but you were supposed to go in. Uh, so I think I was initially talking to like some kind of representative or something. And before that, uh, I was at a hotel with, I don't know who, I think it was my brother or somebody else. I was at a hotel. I was with my sister at a hotel and I think we were supposed to be leaving and there was an Uber waiting for us because I thought, you know, we had plenty of time because we were pretty much supposed to be almost ready. And then the Uber was like, oh, like, I'll wait till whatever time. Like, I knew it had, it had been there, but it was like 12 minutes, eight minutes, something like that. And when I looked, it had about a minute left to wait and... The driver was kind of like, I'm here kind of thing. And I was thinking like, you know, maybe I could pay the driver extra if they would just wait because I didn't want to lose that money and then have to pay another Uber to come. Uh, and I think I was all packed and had all my bags and stuff. And then my sister was like in the bathroom, like doing her makeup or something. And I was like, oh my gosh, can we please go? You know, like, because this Uber is like waiting 
and I don't remember if my brother was there, but that dream was the one that led into like the AAA. And we were kind of in this, like it was night in that dream too. And we were kind of in this like night, nighttime line. It kept going up different kind of like tiers of stairs. And it was really kind of unorganized. There were all these people there and it's like the papers that you needed were like off to the side. So you'd have to like get out of line and you're kind of just following what other people are doing because there was no like signs and like nothing made any sense. Uh, so initially when I went in, I started like talking to one of the representatives or one of the people and then like other people were looking at me kind of like, oh, you need to like go and like start at the beginning. And then that, so then I was like, okay, so me and my brother were kind of like, let's just do this real quick, you know, cause it didn't seem like there was a long line but it seemed like things started taking longer and longer and longer <laughs> and like people were cutting the line and we were just trying to get our stuff, you know, together and ready to go. And it just seemed like it was taking forever. And, uh, I don't know. That was my freaking dream. Like it was weird. Um, those are the ones I remember. Um, but there's certain scenes that I kind of remember way more clearly. Like when I have, when I've had CBD and I have dreams, like there's certain scenes, like I remember like the bushes near the door and like the people that were standing like in front of us, like, and kind of just like, you know, it was pretty chill. Like it wasn't like that, like intensive of a dream. It was just kind of like, let's just get this done, you know? And, uh, it's just kind of weird but I don't know interpret that as you may but um I don't know if I tend to really dream a lot about my siblings uh I do dream about people I know but again they never really look like those people um and then I do dream about other people but I you know sometimes you can't like place place a face or like a body image or anything it's just kind of like barely there you know but i do have some like vivid memories of like what the hotel like parts of the hotel looked like what it looked like outside of the hotel uh what it looked like waiting near the bushes near the door uh some of the papers were white some were green they didn't seem to have a lot of information to fill out which was weird because it was like, okay, you have to take this paper up and then you fill it all out in person once you get to the desk. It was just like preliminary information that they wanted you to have and you had to have it with you to like read it along the way and then take it with you to the desk. You couldn't just show up with none of that paperwork. And so trying to make sure we had all the paperwork along the way just to be able to get there and like be able to do it without them sending us back or something. Um but I don't think the dream ever finished. The other dream never finished either. Like we never officially got in the Uber. We never officially, um, you know, finished the AAA appointment. Um, and that's about all. Like, I don't, I don't really have much more to say, but yeah, I felt rested. I did wake up a few times, but I wasn't feeling like, like I normally do when I wake up too early. Like I noticed like, my brain felt a little strange, but it wasn't like it that like it feels when it's just only THC. It was just kind of like 
I kind of knew like my mind was ready to wake up and start the day and I was like this is too early like because I know I have stuff I need to be busy doing today I don't want to like I don't want my energy to tank so I kind of just was you know trying to get up and around eight started having my coffee and like I said I made some oats that I'm gonna eat in a little while um, I just wanted to have everything with me. Um, it's cold. Our house is a little cold in the mornings. So I've been like adjusting the heat. And, uh, yeah, that's just about it. You know, like I feel like the CBD, since I purchased it on Friday, like it's been positive, positive experience. Friday helped. Friday was good to kind of get me rolling to get the relaxation be beginning and then Saturday I took advantage of the day to just not I, I really forced myself to not really get into anything um but I was still kind of like not sure um but yeah just a, there was that little bit of waiting around of just like uh, I I want to see what my friend's gonna say um but yeah there was a point where they wanted me to come up saturday to meet them closer to like to meet them closer to like their area and i was just like no like <laughs> like i'm not gonna do that like we already made a plan and i'm like i'm not gonna go out of my way to like go closer to you and you know i think we were both being kind of like not really wanting to budge like i don't really care it's not a big deal i'll eventually go down to san diego and see people but yeah like i i'm kind of not doing it anymore as far as like going above and beyond with certain meetups and stuff it's like i'm not gonna drain my energy like i mean people that i know that come up to la they don't do it that much um and so you know i'm not you know if we don't have like a solid plan that we're just gonna stick to I'm not going to do the whole let's switch plans all the time kind of thing. Like, I'll usually make a plan that I'm like, I'm willing to do this, but I'm not really willing to, like, switch it up and start going to too many different places. And, you know, because usually there's, like, a strategy with it, with the with the places I'm trying to go. It's like, I'm not trying to, like, go to too many other places, you know. And then when people start realizing, oh, there's going to be traffic. Oh, it's going to take forever. Oh, I'm going to be tired. It's like, yeah, well, me too. Like, like I'm not gonna just like go near where you're at just because you know you want me to um but I don't know like that's kind of one of the pains of LA really is just the traffic um that's the annoying part but um I don't know I would say overall it's been a good weekend. I don't think I really wanted to spend a lot of money, so I'm kind of glad that I didn't uh that I didn't go do anything. Uh so yeah, and tomorrow I'll see how much they pay me out with the prop 22. Um a lot of that might depend on what happens today cuz it seems like over the past few days I haven't really had way too many orders. Like, 
since my last payout, I don't think I've had that many days that I was driving. Um, I was getting ready for this internship stuff. And I try not to pack my days with like way too much stuff. I try to do maybe one or two things in a day lately because I realize when I try to cram in too much stuff, it's just too much. And I'm really trying to pay attention to my stress levels because, you know, I don't really have a good off button. Like I kind of just run myself to the ground and then I'm like, now I got to recover, you know, and I'm trying to like sustain my energy a little bit longer to uh, be able to get more done and stay on track more without having to take so many multiple days just to like recover from things. Um, I mean, that's kind of how I did it in grad school. That's kind of how I did it working in mental health. But, you know, now that I'm, you know, jumping into another field, I'm like, let me change some of these terrible habits that came with those fields that promote terrible habits. Um, you know, like I'm kind of trying to do this for my own health. And so, like, I'm not getting any younger, right? So, and I've known a lot of my friends, you know, once they start hitting like 40, near 40, they start having all these problems all these issues, um, a bunch of like complicated situations with their health, with their heart, um, ending up in the hospital and stuff. I've had that happen to multiple people I know that are like barely in their forties. And so I'm like, I'm not trying to have a near heart attack, you know, or some stress related thing happened to me when I'm in my forties, you know? So, um, and only I have, you know, the ability to control that. I live in an environment where there is a lot of opportunity. It's not like I live somewhere where I'm only stuck having to do that one thing that's going to work. Uh, if I know it's not going to work for me, I should probably just not do it. That's my opinion. Um, but, yeah, I just, you know, need to keep trying towards certain stuff, and otherwise, um, you know, I'm going to get on with posting. Um, you guys can probably tell I'm not, like, super energetic this morning, like, super wired. Like, I feel like my energy's fine. Uh. I don't feel loopy. I don't feel groggy. I don't feel unfocused. I feel pretty fresh, refreshed, calm. There's probably still a little CBD in my system. I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it, but uh, I'm not going to take any more this morning. Not until I'm done being out on the road, but it really didn't make me sleepy. I feel like I, I didn't get sleepy till I took the melatonin. Um, I don't think the CBD really made me tired. Um, <clears throat> ah, these coffee grounds. Um, I just, mm, this wasn't filtered the greatest. I just had a whole mouthful of coffee grounds. Um, but hopefully you guys are enjoying these. I'm not too sure what to post next. I'm just basically going by who's listening or watching what and posting accordingly. Uh, I said I'd start to try to post back on here. 
which I'm glad to do. Um, you know, some of the other podcasts, um, it's kind of just hard to post on them. Um, just cause I don't have a lot to say, like over here, I don't sometimes have a lot to say either, but I feel like, you know, I don't mind posting about like psychological stuff too. I think it's pretty relevant. Um, I think cannabis is pretty relevant to psychological things, but, um, yeah. Uh, cause it does kind of impact, you know, your mind, your mental state. There was, I guess I'll end on this note. There was something that was said in one of the videos that I was watching yesterday of that Will Strictest Parents. And one of the videos said, you know, that one of the kids was, you know, smoking marijuana and getting violent. Now, I, I've heard people say stuff like that, but I wonder how true it is. Because, I mean, sometimes these people are like drinking a lot too. And it's like, I don't know if that's really how this works. Um, I'd like to see more research behind that. Like, does cannabis make people violent? I could say maybe for some people, maybe when it wears off, they feel maybe irritated or less well, you know, or not good. And, you know, if they're lacking, you know, maybe they feel like they need something to calm them down. And if they don't have that, maybe they'll kind of pop off like that but I don't really know I I don't really I don't I don't I haven't experienced anything like like that like the combination of being you know having cannabis products in my system and being violent or mad or whatever like Maybe paranoid. I've experienced some paranoia, but not not violence. I mean, that just doesn't seem to match. I, I would say it's probably because they're drinking at the same time. Uh, I don't know. I really don't know. Um, but yeah, guys, I'm, uh, I'll post this one once I post the other ones, and you'll hear this one after the other, <laughs> the other, so, um, at this point, by the time you guys are hearing this, hopefully your veterans weekend was good. Um, hopefully it was refreshing. So far, mine's been refreshing, but I'll see if I still feel refreshed after I pull a whole shift. Um, I might not feel refreshed anymore. <laughs> uh, but all right, guys. Have a good one. Thank you.